0: Please turn with me to Psalm 91. Amen. Our pastor just gave an excellent introduction to some of the things I want to say from Psalm 27. It all ties in very well with Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Amen. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Amen. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Amen. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. Yes. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. Yes. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. This psalm has been one of my favorites for many years. Anytime I'm fearful or something or afraid, I can quote this psalm and immediately my spirit's calmed. Uh, there's comfort in, this, in the precious promises of this psalm that every believer should learn to trust in to build their faith. Yes. the psalm is conditional. And we should learn to examine ourselves to make sure we're obeying the conditions of it so the promises can be ours in time of need. Don't just read or quote this psalm in time of trouble if you're not going to follow the conditions of it. The psalm is not for all men. It's not for the ungodly or carnal. It's only for those faithful ones that obey the conditions of this psalm that will reap the blessings of it. The first verse is a summary of the whole psalm and that it describes the conditions and blessings. <laughs> the specific conditions of this psalm, psalm can be found in verse 1, verse 9, and 14. But a few things I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over the conditions um, of it, a few of the promises, a few personal aspects of it, and then a short conclusion. Starting with the first part of verse 1, the condition is found. It says, "...he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High." Notice that first word, he. It's used to refer to a person of either gender. That way, any of us can apply this verse to ourselves. That's right. What is a secret place? Each of us may have a different place. It's a special place that you can commune and fellowship with the Lord each day through Bible reading, singing, and prayer away from others. It may be your prayer closet. maybe may be on your front porch. It's a place you can go to fellowship with the Lord that you feel safe and secure. David and Jonathan were very close friends and they had fellowship in the woods, strengthening each other in the Lord. It was a safe and secret place away from danger. The world doesn't understand friendships and relationships like this, neither do they have a secret place to feel safe from their enemies. They do not have the Lord to turn to as we do. Another condition is found in verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. Verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say there shall no evil befall thee to everyone. The condition of the promise of verse 10 is found in verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord thy habitation. Let's look at the rest of the conditions found in verse 14. also says, because he has set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver Amen. him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. Yes. Have you set your love upon the Lord? Yeah, look, right. David said in Psalm 18.1, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Psalm 119, he says, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. David made many positive statements and personal commitments to set his love upon the Lord and obey his commandments. Verse 14, because he hath known my name, do you know the name of the Lord, and not with just head knowledge? Do you love his name? Yes. Do you speak often of it? Right. Malachi 3, 16 and 17 says, Then they that fear the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. Hmm. These are the conditions found in this psalm. It's our duty to keep them first if we expect to receive the promise and blessings of it. Amen. Some of the promises. promise found in the second half of the first verse says, Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is the promise. If you do the first part of the verse, you shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. How close do you have to be to someone for their shadow to cover you? It's pretty close. Yes. God's not, as dis- not at a distance watching us as that songwriter, Bette Midler, wrote. You can hide close enough to be under the protection of the Lord Almighty as his shadow covers you and under his wings you can trust, as it says in verse 4. Amen. Psalm 17, 8 says, Keep me as the apple of thine eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Right. Verse 10, There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And in verse 13, "...therefore will I deliver him." Safety is of the Lord. Yes. So why are you worried about it? That's right. Proverbs 31, 21, 31, "...the horse is ter- prepared against the day of the battle, but safety is of the Lord." Amen. we have a sovereign Lord we can put our full trust in. Yes. Just like Psalm 27, 1, our pastor already read it. "...the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, and of whom shall I be afraid?" Psalm 127.1, except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. The Lord's going to have to keep this nation as well. It's going to be kept. There's nothing we can do about it. Us worrying about it is not going to change anything. The Lord will not allow anything to happen to us without knowing every detail first. And if he chooses to take us out of this world, then we'll see the salvation in verse 16 in heaven as he's gone to prepare for us. That's right. I like Psalm 4.8. You can read it at night and go to bed in peace. It says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me to dwell in safety. Yes, amen. A few personal aspects. Can you claim this psalm as your own? It can be personal for each of you. The psalmist has done this. He claims it for his own. He says in verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Yes. Yes. I like Psalm eighteen two, and then I think in First Samuel as well twenty two, David claims the Lord personally in many ways, declaring some of His attributes. He says, "The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer; my God, my strength, and whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower." Right. He could have just said, "The Lord is my rock, fortress, deliverer, God, strength," and went through those lists, but he claimed each one for his own and said, "They're, they're mine." ask the question to yourself is psalm 91 my psalm yes do you want this psalm to apply to you yes everyone should want this psalm to be personal to them right if you do want the blessings of this psalm do you follow follow the conditions of it we can take take comfort in the psalm because the lord of hosts has ultimate authority yes. are you worried that obama is our president for another 4 years we have a real commander-in-chief in the heavens. Amen. Deuteronomy 33, 26, and 27. There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help, in his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Amen. He rideth upon the heaven in thy help, right, right. for you and me. Look at verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. The Lord gives angels orders to keep charge and guard over his children. New Testament, Peter had 16 soldiers guarding him. And then the angel helped him right out of prison. One protected Daniel in the lion's den. Another one was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the Lord's going to take care of his own. In Luke 12, 6 and 7, it says, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God, but even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are more value than many sparrows. In conclusion, speak often of the Lord's name. Know his name, trust it, call upon it, and love him. If you do those things, he says in verse 15 and 16, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen.